Today's episode is sponsored by Old Point National Bank. Since Old Point first opened in 1923, they have been committed to their customers and their community. Even though Old Point has grown substantially over the decades, they still operate under local management with the same trusted name and the same genuine concern for their customers. Visit oldpoint.com for more information. All right, today we are joined by Ashley McAkron, owner of All the Rage. Uh, Ashley, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. So why don't you tell us a little bit about All the Rage? I know All the Rage isn't all there is. Uh, you also have several other stores. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, um, All the Rage, um, you know, started um, in 1980 and has been around um the Hampton Roads community for a long time. And it's known for the place to find beautiful evening wear and dresses. And um, my story and kind of our story kind of begins with me um, joining the All the Rage team when I was 16 years old. Um, I was a junior in high school and trying on the beautiful dresses for my ring dance. Um, and kind of the rest is history. I was offered a job to come work as a seasonal stylist and fell in love with pretty things and working with women. And, you know, we just kind of, that's where my story began. And, and now all the rage is, is uh, grown into um, a collection of stores um, and companies that uh, specialize in uh, special life moments um, for women and people. Uh, so we have Studio I Do Bridles, which is our bridal brand. Uh, it's kind of our flagship bridal store. And it's one of the largest bridal stores in the state of Virginia. And then we have Here and Now Bridal, which is our second bridal location, which handles all off-the-rack bridal uh, for those quick turnaround weddings. And then um, the newest addition um, is our Mom and Me um, brand that uh, we just launched in June of this past year. So um, it's just, you know, all the rage started just with pretty prom dresses and kind of grew into many more things and opportunities um, to bring to shoppers looking for special um, occasion attire. Yeah, it does say, it feels like you've sort of covered the gamut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, um, and weddings and proms and mother of the bride, bridesmaids. You really all, have tried to corner the market a little bit. <laughs> well, it's funny, you know, we, I realized when um, starting in prom and working with young teens, uh, the only way to really see them back again is if we help them with another special dress. So all the rage when I was managing the store years ago before owning it, did a small dabble in bridal and it had beautiful bridal dresses, but everyone still thought of, of all the rage as a prom store. So it wasn't till I decided to purchase the store that I was like, it needs a new brand identity for bridal um, and for our bridal dresses, which were stunning to take off and have their own um, opportunity to grow. And that's when I introduced Studio I Do Bridals um, in 2014. So we're celebrating our seventh year this year. Uh, you know, we just passed that. So we're very excited. Do you move uh, the, the stock out of there into its own store? Well, at the time, I just rebranded the department because we didn't have the opportunity to get a new storefront at that moment. Okay. But I just kind of marketed it to everyone. It's like, you know what? We have this new bridal department. It's called Studio I Do. And we actually had it within All the Rage. So people that still went into All the Rage, they would now see two very 
um, different departments. And we set up, we actually put a wall up in the store and you'd walk through this archway into the bridal. You'd walk into the showroom and it was all dresses, but you'd walk through an archway and it was bridal. Um, and that's when we gave our bridal um, clients just a really intimate shopping experience. Um, we had a lot of dresses in a tight space for a while, but it was after two, um, two full bridal seasons of working in that small quarters that we were able to then expand. Um, we had an opportunity to expand next door. Um, so now our studio I do bridals location is next door to our all the rage storefront. Um, so they're, they're kind of connected, but from the outside looking in, they're two separate storefronts. Yeah. So when you said, uh, which is just interesting, you said two bridal seasons <laughs> or someone who's not familiar with that, what does that mean? So uh, typically, and it's funny, um, it's changed a little bit and evolved with the times, but yeah. um, then it was, we had a bridal season and just like um, wedding season for vendors that plan weddings, there there's a bridal season for retailers and we help brides because it's such a, it's a long process to find a gown. A lot of people don't realize that when you are shopping for a wedding dress, you need to give yourself time um, because gowns typically take anywhere from four to six months to be manufactured, made, and these are made to order dresses. Um, you know, we do have a lot of selection of dresses, but we don't sell our selection off the rack at our studio. Hence why there's here and now. Um, here and now is our off the rack storefront for those brides who need quick options. But the time, the bridal season, pretty much brides getting married in the spring, summer and fall, which are the busiest times of year in our area to have a wedding, are shopping um, January, February, March, and April of the previous year, typically to cover those timeframes. And with that, that was our bridal season, um, essentially, that we go into every year starts in the, in, um, the beginning of our year. Uh, and now it's changed. COVID kind of changed some things. And, and now we're seeing it, it's kind of leveled out to where we don't really have a separate season. In the last couple of years, it's just kind of stayed consistent um, because brides and couples, when they're planning their weddings, they have to spread their options of dates. So we're not seeing brides right. just get married. Exactly. You're not, you're not seeing them get married just in the spring, in the summer or the fall anymore. It's you're seeing winter weddings. You're seeing a lot more um, in, the, in our area. So that's helped us just continue having a, a full year of brides always. So that's good. So during COVID then, I mean, with everything shut down, how did you guys adapt to that, especially in the bridal and special events, everything? Every, yeah. Um, you know, it's, it's, it was such a scary time, obviously for everybody. And, um, stores like us were, were such a unique type of retail. Um, I think what was our saving grace and was the fact that we're an appointment only location. So we were able to work with all the limited restrictions through those, um, the mandates, the masking, the, the, um, social distancing, we were able to do that um, in our store and continue to kind of run business in a new normal. Um, and it ended up working out a lot better for our type of environment for our clients because it was way more intimate. Um, each We had this thing, we called it the one and only. We changed our appointment type to a one and only experience. So you could only book when no one else was in the store. So 
our storefront that had five fitting rooms now was condensed to one fitting room during the shutdown, but we were able to book solidly through those, those appointment times and the brides got, uh, they can only bring one guest with them as opposed to a normal experience where you could bring like two to three, maybe four. And so they could bring one guest with them. Now we all thought it was going to be like, oh my gosh, they're going to want everyone's opinion. They're going to ask to come back 10 times before they you know, say yes. But it actually the, it, the complete opposite happened. Um, brides were finding what they truly wanted. They had, you know, two hours to just relax with our, with our stylist and help, which helped, you know, take them through the process. And because we're a pre-planned occasion, we have to purchase so early before their event. We didn't realize COVID was going to affect the wedding, the facilitation of weddings for as long as it did. We were hopeful that it was short lived like everyone was, but it did affect their actual dates and their events, but it, we were protected because of the time frame needed to secure their gowns. Um, they had to, if they were going to plan their wedding, they had to be prepared to have a dress. Whether their wedding had five to ten guests at it or fifty to one hundred guests at it, they still needed their gown. So we were lucky enough through COVID to actually grow um, and and you know create spe more specialized moments for our brides by evolving and adapting to the times. And, and, and that really kind of helped us through. And luckily, again, like I said, we were protected, even mm -hmm. though the wedding industry was hurt and hit hard. I always feel bad. And I feel for my peers and colleagues in the industry, because, you know, they were hit so hard by this and we were lucky enough to be ahead of it because of our, our timeframe of delivering on a gown. So too, there's external factors helped play into that was the fact that people did think it was going to be over fairly quickly. So they mm -hmm. were still going ahead with the purchasing. They were, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, and everyone sort of had that optimism, I think. So there was no like, oh gosh, we've got, we're going to be shut down for two years. There was mm -hmm. never that thought. Mm -hmm. so I feel like you had that on your side too with that, you know, just sort of everyone was uncertain. So let's just keep going. Yes, we yeah. just we just did that, and 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 yeah, I can't thank my um, teams, my managers, and my full timers enough to get us through those times because it was tough. I mean, there were we lost employees like everyone did. They we had to pull back, but not only that, some people just didn't want to work. They were too scared mm -hmm. um, to work with the public. But we thank God for my my leadership team and my managers who were here um, getting us through and taking care of everybody and. Um, it, it was thankfully short term, very short term for us in the pain and, and we just evolved and did what we can to make it special for the clients that still wanted to plan, um, for something. Yeah. Let's go back a little bit. Um, yeah. as far as, so you started working at all the rage when you were younger. Yes. How did you become owner? So um, it was a long journey, actually. So I worked for the store for, oh, I want to say a, my it's it's I'm a lot older than I look. I can't remember the exact time frame, but it was like 11 to 13 years. I've worked I worked at all the rage um, and I I kind of went on retail burnout mm -hmm. year 11 and I was like, you know what? 
I just need a break. And at the time, when you're a manager of a retail store, you don't really get many breaks. <laughs> um, especially we're a, we're a weekend run company. I mean, we run our uh, busiest times of the weekends. Um, I didn't get many weekends off to spend with my friends, my family. I, I finally got to a place where I was like, I think I'm burning out. I think I need a break. So I decided to leave the company. Um, and sow my oats and figure out something else to do uh, for a short amount of time because I never truly left the wedding industry. Mm. I actually ended up wedding planning for a couple of years and doing floral design. And then I, I worked at a marketing team for another company and learned a lot of things about marketing. It was, a, and it wasn't, it was in that three year, I had like a three year gap where I, I missed everything I did with all the rage. And I always thought of all the rage and I always wondered what all the rage was doing. And at that time in my life, I really, really didn't need a special occasion gown or a wedding dress. So I never went into the store when I wasn't working there, but I kept hearing like, Ashley, we miss you at all the rage. You were there for so long. Like, you know, and I, and anytime I would hear someone come up to me and go, why aren't you there anymore? You should go back. I was like, you're right. Like, that's where I belong. So I ended up reaching out to the owner and and asking her how things were going. And it was just kind of this perfect timing moment where she was like, I'm ready to retire. Oh. <laughs> um, and, and I was like, well, would you ever consider selling the store? And she goes, you are the only person I'd ever sell it to. And, and I was like, oh, well, <laughs> oh, okay, then. let's do this. <laughs> <laughs> so I really didn't even go into that meeting asking to own the store. I just kind of was like, I want to come back. I want to get back in the game. And and my husband now was, we were dating at the time and he was like, we can do this. We can, if you want to buy the store, like, let's do it. I believe in you. And I'm like, okay. So we bought a store, got married, opened another store, um, all within a month. Um, wow. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah. But it was, um, it was amazing. And, um, I, and from there, I just, I, I live and breathe just working in specialty retail. I, I've been given opportunities with my ownership of the stores with our brands because we've grown so much um, by just changing a little bit. Um, we've never changed our experience. We've more changed the internal uh, like looks of the store. The store has gone through a couple of mini renovations that um, help our clients, you know, uh, enjoy our products. <laughs> And it's, they're, they're beautiful spaces. And that's really helped our, um, our collections of dresses, both in prom and in bridal shine. And it wasn't, um, I think it was then that we got noticed by nat national brands um, like Allure Bridals, which is um, a company we've done business with even before I owned the store um, for 20 years. And they asked me to help design and curate their upcoming collections. Um, there's only five retailers in the whole country that get to sit and be a part of those. And I've been on it for the last um, 12 seasons uh, with them. And I go every six months. I actually just got back the other night um, from a design meeting working on fall 2022 collections. And that experience really kind of catapulted our locally owned business and store into a more nationally recognized brand, which has been great. Um, every time I go to these meetings and meet other retailers like myself and other parts of the country, um, they just constantly remind me like, oh, you're doing such a great job. We love seeing you know, the brands evolve and change and, but you're, they always have our, their eye on studio. I do. And, and I, I'm really thankful that I can, we can keep 
you know, bringing cool things to the table and having an edge um, in the industry by being a part of these um, design trips and whatnot. Yeah. Do you think that um, it would always be an in-person experience or any of this sort of convert to online? You know, to you make know, a national brand? That's a great question. Um, for me, I believe so much in the shoppers in-person touchy feel experience. Um, and with a wedding dress specifically or a prom dress, these are special life moments. You don't have virtual weddings and events really. Um, I mean, they tried for a little while to make those happen, but nothing beats the in-person like contact that we have. And, and when you're shopping for one of the most special dresses you'll ever wear, you want to see it and feel it. And I believe there was a push for online retail about, I want to say maybe eight years ago, it was like, oh my gosh, the industry is going to be shook because we can sell things online now. And we didn't let it affect us because we continued to serve our clients in person, just the best of our ability. I think when you hear people talk about retail's dying, retail's not dead. It's the experience you provide for your, your customers um, needs to evolve and be the best experience in order to get people to enjoy their shopping. That's why people shop online is because it's convenient and they can, they can easily get what they need without having to deal with bad customer service, which we don't do. So, um, and we pride ourselves on that in all of our locations. We continue to just be here for our clients and give them the best experience and the best products and, and give them places to feel so good about what they're purchasing in, um, which is, I think, why we set ourselves apart from other retailers and how. Oh, I mean, well, I was going to ask you a question too. So when you bought the business and suddenly became a business owner, did the previous owner help you or did you just have to learn it as you went? Well, it's funny. I, I, um, owe all of my, um, knowledge of the industry and, um, how to run a business to her because I watched her do it for 13 years. Um, I actually helped her run the business. So I knew how to do most of the things I, um, but all of my passion comes from the front of the house. Um, I love to be with people. Um, mm -hmm. I am thankful for my husband who is the, the tech and the, um, the business side that, um, really helps run from a different end. We're a great kind of partnership. I own the store, but he helps direct. Um, and it's wonderful to have that. I, I was, thrown a lot of hats when I managed and I was able to understand numbers and goals and, and balance sheets and things like that. But now I can just focus on the customer experience. And I have my husband who handles the rest. And I think that's also what helps us thrive. Um, and why I continue to evolve brands and create new, um, because I find a need for helping people and, and, um, celebrating these special moments with people. So um, but yeah. is that always the plan to have him involved or just happened to be that way that you needed that assistance and you know it 
it was funny. He is one of the reasons why I became a business owner because he supported me so much. Um, I think prior to just working at all the rage, I honestly never thought I was going to be able to buy a business. Um, it's scary to think, but I know now how to do it. But at the young, when I was before, I was like, how do you even start a business? Like I, what do I do? I don't have the money to buy that. Like who comes up with this kind of money? I didn't come from much. So I just kind of was like, this is never going to be in the cards for me prior. And then when it kind of was, and I had a husband or, you know, fiance at the time that was like, you can do this and we can do this kind of together, but you're, you're going to do it. Cause he has his own business. He's in real estate. So he's busy, but he was the supportive person I needed to kind of help me, um, just see that, yes, I can do this and it, it, and I can continue doing what I love and I'm passionate about, and he can help with the things that I don't love, which is the back end, (laughs) not my favorite place. Um, but it, it just worked beautifully because he loves that stuff. So, um, yeah. And I think a lot of business owners, you know, they do start out because they've got a passion for it or it's, or it's a hobby or something, but the business end of it is, can be a struggle because sometimes you know if you've got a very creative brain the whole math and you know accounting isn't always the strength yeah so I mean you'd be very lucky to have that partnership yeah and to have it in your husband who is not going to steer you wrong or you know it's it, partnerships are difficult I mean they work well for a lot of people they're difficult and it, it works well because we both have the best interest of each other too in the end and our family and and it 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 really has worked wonderfully. And I, I couldn't do it without him. I mean, sometimes I tell him I want to do it without him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I like, like I can do this, but I love it. We do it together. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> so Joey, did you want to ask anything? I know I've just been sort of running. No, up. no, no. It's been going good, Riley. Um, well, you did have, uh, so I have, I keep hearing about this Vera Wang uh going on with you guys what's that about so um was so funny uh back in 2002 when I was just two years into working for all the rage and I was at that point I was I graduated in 2002 so after you kind of graduate high school the owner at the time let you dabble in bridal if you were a high school kid you couldn't help brides but you could dabble in bridal after that and I just did I just jumped right in and Vera Wang was the first high-end bridal designer that I got a chance to work with here at All the Rage because All the Rage carried her line in 2000. And it was a very prestigious line. It was high-end bridal gowns. They retailed from four to $6,000 and nobody else had anything like it. Um, The one thing the Harmons who own the store previous to me taught me is that protecting your brands and your relationships with your manufacturers is super important in business. And they were able to build such great relationships and do good business with manufacturers and designers that they got exclusivity, um, which is an interesting kind of word in our world, because a lot of people don't do that anymore. It's like, we want to sell to whoever and have our stuff in any store, but in our world. Oh, we're frozen. Let's see if she comes back. (laughs) Oh. oh, sorry, Ashley, you froze for a second. Yeah. Okay, I was still hearing you guys. I apologize. Oh, I don't okay, know. So uh, you stopped at uh, exclusivity, but in our world, and then it cut off. <laughs> well, 
something's going on with my internet. Well, one moment. Oh, no worries. Can you, I'm going to try to get, is it working now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can see you. Everything All looks right. like it's going good again. I'll keep rolling. Just go like this if you can't hear All me. Right. <laughs> um, but um, so the exclusivity is really important and they did a lot of that. So I was lucky to watch them negotiate their their terms with their manufacturers and hone in on those exclusivity um, agreements. And I kind of continue to live by that when we do sourcing for new product. And actually, I didn't source Vera this time. They came to us. They contacted me, a representative, and said, we want to be, we're relaunching Vera Wang. Vera Wang left the bridal world a little bit, little bit because she commercialized and went to David's bridal exclusively. Oh. Um, when she did that, she was no longer able to carry her bridal brand really in boutiques, except for maybe her high-end flagships, which the only people that really shop there are celebrities um, and multi-millionaires. But we don't, we're not used to that here. So Vera Wang's name just kind of went away in my bridal world, the boutique bridal world for a while. And when the representative called me and said, Vera, I have really exciting news. Vera is coming back. She's pulled out of David's and she's relaunching her bridal brand. Um, and she, uh, we want to be in your store. And I said, well, are there any other stores in the area that you're interested in? And they were like, not if Studio I Do has it, we'll give you a territory. And I said, okay, what's the territory look like? Because we do have two locations in Virginia. We have our Virginia Beach location, and then we have our Roanoke location. We're about four hours away, uh, four and a half hours apart. And I, and she was like, well, we would love to be exclusively at either one of your locations or both. And I said, well, I want to bring the line back to Virginia Beach. I think it would be a wonderful um, thing again. And so now we have an exclusivity of the Vera Wang. We're the only store in the state of Virginia. I think the closest store would be the DC area mm -hmm. um, that is carrying it. Um, but that's really nice for us because the Vera Wang um, bride is um, a bride that will travel to get what she needs. And so we already pull from North Carolina, Maryland, um, West Virginia. We already pull from those, uh, you know, our surrounding states. We will most likely pull a little bit further for, for this collection and we'll be able to see even more brides um, from across, you know, the country. Um, in our little store. So it's really cool. Excellent. That's, that's really cool. That's great. Yeah. That's great news. Congratulations. And she, uh, and we're launching the line in um, just a couple weeks. It'll be here. Uh, and we're really excited. It'll um, it's December. Uh, I believe the week, December 30th, um, New Year's Eve's Eve. So we're very uh, excited yeah. to launch it. Very cool. Well, we are running low on time. Kylie, yeah. anything else yeah. you'd like to ask? Just what your goal is for the future, because you I mean you're yeah. building this, you know, <laughs> empire. Well, it feels like you know. I I always just say we um, innovate um, and evolve with every moment that that time gives us. So we just want to continue to do that. And there's definitely many things um, in the future for us and growth opportunities. And we're just still looking to do that and give more opportunity, not only to our clients, but also passionate people that want to be in this industry and help women and um, feel beautiful because we're, we're creating a lot of jobs for people locally to do that. And that's been really rewarding and we're just going to continue to do it. Yeah. That's really important too. Yeah. No, well, thank you so much, Ashley, for being on the show. Yeah. Oh, thank you guys for having me. <laughs> no, thank you. No, it's all
pleasure's all ours. <laughs> all right. You've been listening to the Retail Is podcast. If you've enjoyed what you heard, you can find more at retailalliance.com slash retail dash is dash podcast or search YouTube for Retail Alliance. I'm Joey Morgan. And I'm Carly Ross-Sybase. Thanks for listening.